Elevators, escalators, we use these things every single day. But what about the company that makes it? How are these things made? And what's the business like behind the scenes, behind the curtain, behind the elevators? And when you press the close button, does that actually close the doors? We are gonna find out about all of these questions today on episode number 292 of CXO Talk. I'm Michael Krigsman. I'm an industry analyst and the host of CXO Talk. Now, before I introduce our special guest, I want you to right this minute, tell your friends, tell your family to watch this show and be sure to subscribe on YouTube. So subscribe on YouTube. Now, without further ado, I want to introduce Marcus Galafasi, who is the Chief Information Officer of the Otis Elevator Company. It's a name that we all know. We all know Otis. Hey, Marcus, how are you? And thank you for being here today. Very, very good. Thanks. Thanks, uh, Michael. Uh, glad to be here. So, Marcus, please tell us about the Otis Elevator Company. Tell us how big you are. I mean, you're, you're a really, really uh, big company. Yeah, uh, Otis is a $12 billion company, uh, uh, has been founded 165 years ago by the inventor of the safety elevator, Elisha Otis. Uh, we operate in uh, most of the, the countries in the world. Uh, we have uh, 68,000 uh, 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 employees. Uh, uh, we have uh, 33,000 mechanics in the field. We support uh, every year uh, two, more than 2 million elevators in the world, and uh, we move, look at this data, we move every day a billion people, 2 billion people, sorry. 2 billion people, yes. You move a billion, 2 billion people every, every single day. day? Every day, every single day. Think, uh, every, every day 2 billion people is touching our product, this is amazing. It is amazing, and and so when you uh, so as the chief information officer of this enormous enterprise, share with us the scope of your responsibilities and the things that, that you are working on. Yeah, so uh, in, in our digital transformation, uh, we have uh, set up several uh, initiatives. Uh, I mean, the traditional CIO, let's call it that way, uh, we are always a. Uh, thinking about uh, plumbing the infrastructure, right? Creating the right cloud setup, creating the right uh, infrastructure to run the business, which is, uh, of course, very important. But uh, I think uh, the, the role that we are doing here, uh, uh, when we started pretty much this uh, two years and a half ago, we are going beyond that. Uh, we are establishing connectivity to our uh, uh, field work, uh, uh, which is pretty much amazing. Again, 33,000 folks in the field are touching our customer every single day. So we're making them uh, uh, connected, uh, making the communication uh, flowing between uh, ourselves and the mechanic in the field and also uh, we are doing a lot of things also in the in the what you call the the back ends or or our simplification in our systems landscape so again this is a little bit more traditional but uh, the innovation is something crucial for us we have just launched the uh, uh, two, three weeks ago uh, in the Shanghai uh, Expo in China, our uh, IoT product, our IoT connectivity product. And we are now uh, integrating uh, our elevators uh, with sensors uh, back to the cloud, uh, making that information uh, available to not only ourselves, but also to our customers. So that's the innovation piece that our CIO uh, role is, uh, is uh, moving forward. 
So you're so as CIO, you're not just responsible for internal systems, but you're actually involved developing systems that affect the product directly. Yes, yes, and and, and I give an example. You know, uh, for example, the, the apps uh, we have done a lot of apps uh, uh, for mechanics, and these apps uh, they are uh, apps that are, are linked to uh, customer experience. Uh, I, I give you one uh, one point. Uh, when you have a, a service contract, and then, uh, and I take my jacuzzi as an example, if you want some analogy. I mean, I had a problem with my jacuzzi, and I called the service guys. The guys said, I came, I, I didn't see anything, right? And, uh, okay, I called back again, and then the guy said, no, I came and I fixed it. No, but the jacuzzi is still full. I mean, it didn't dry the jacuzzi, and uh, the problem is in the is in the pump. Okay, and then I asked it again, okay, when you come back? Uh, oh, you come back tomorrow. Okay, they came back tomorrow, and they fixed the jacuzzi. But I had to call five times the guy, five times or six times, no, and, and taxes as well, right? So uh, that's the problem we do have, uh, customer experience. So uh, we go, we do a service uh, in, a, in a contract that uh, we have uh, with the customer. Uh, customer doesn't see that I came there. And the uh, frequent question was, uh, did you come here and you, do, and you did what was supposed to be done? I didn't get any feedback. So we just launched a very simple uh, 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 digital uh, uh, tool uh, called uh, uh, using text as a as a as a basis, and uh, I tell you the feedback we got very simple. You know, uh, the feedback we got was great. So again, when you do apps like this, uh, or uh, uh, also to our mechanics uh, that can improve uh, uh, ride uh, quality or can improve uh, efficiency in the field, uh, like uh, searching parts that uh, I needed to order, uh, this is a great opportunity. It's where digital is beyond. Uh, I would call uh, in the in the traditional uh, uh, company uh, or the CIO uh, boundary, you know. So we are doing things that go beyond beyond uh, our uh, our organization. Marcus, what is it about digital that creates these opportunities uh, to go beyond the traditional CIO role? I think I think uh, you know if uh, if you recall uh, some examples. Uh, uh, Again, the sensors data is one thing that uh, is pretty much uh, addressing uh, a lot of uh, opportunities for us. Uh, in these two million units uh, from, from a contract standpoint that you have in the globe, uh, we have a 300,000, uh, more than 300,000 connected today. And we are har harvesting this data from a sensor standpoint. Uh, if you see, uh, uh, and I think we talk about uh, push the closed door button, right? <laughs> uh, and I bring the example of this uh, uh, closed door uh, push button. I mean, one of the, the major issues we do have uh, in elevators is, uh, is doors. And, uh, and why? Because people when, uh, are rushing, you know, in the day and they try to arrive and then see the door closing, they try to hold the door and then holding the door again affects the mechanisms we have uh, I mean the, the 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 components we have in the door so um, sensors uh, we have put sensors in that doors and you can understand that the uh, throughout the the whole uh, uh, data history, how, how much can you predict on this uh, kind of a sensor's uh, information and how can we uh, anticipate uh, 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 services to be maintained? And again, sensors in uh, uh, providing this kind of a data is very rich. And if you look at doors, uh, again, as I said, 60% of the unexpected services are caused by this type of failure. So if you can uh, uh, bridge the, the technology, the digital uh, IoT, 
IoT capability uh, along with uh, data analytics is a very powerful uh, uh, technology for us. You know? How did you uh, make the, the transition to uh, to this, to this digital view of the CIO role, because I think change in any organization is very hard. Yeah, uh, Michael. Uh, again, you know, depends on the market, depends on the the company uh, culture. I think uh, technology is one piece, you know, but. Uh, we need to go along with the people and, uh, and of course, processes. That's uh, the whole combine that makes the difference. But when you see uh, uh, traditional things that you have done in the past, I think the technology has evolved a lot. Uh, you go to UK, for example, as a, as a data point, uh, nobody browses uh, anymore in a, in a traditional laptop or, or desktop. People are using mobile. I mean, mobile is uh, something that came very, very fast. Uh, capabilities are available uh, on, in the power of your hand, right? Uh, and, 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 and having this kind of a technologies available in the marketplace, along with the opportunities that you can address in your company, you can see, uh, I mean, uh, two combined. And, and I think that's one of the major, uh, I would say, uh, inputs for us to look forward. Again, remember, 33,000 techs in the field. This is the largest uh, technician population in our industry. Uh, every day they are in the field. So if you could put uh, uh, digital technologies to help them along with the right uh, 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 processes, I mean, uh, this is great. And, and we have done more than that. Uh, in our deployment uh, uh, for this 33,000 techs, we have uh, now 17,000 done. Uh, we have uh, uh, established a very strong uh, uh, network uh, in terms of uh, change management. We have more than 1,000 people that knows how to support uh, the technicians in the field. They know how can uh, uh, help them uh, uh, to sort the problems out. Because again, uh, mobile for me is easy, but for my technician that has worked uh, uh, 30 years in the industry, you know, it's quite a challenge. So, again, that's an opportunity, I would call it, uh, uh, the technology that has, has been evolved. And I think that the CIO, as, a, uh, as an opportunity, has to take this and, and move forward. You know? So that's what we did two years and a half ago. We established a, a very nice uh, uh, strategy to, to transform, uh, support our digital folks in the field. Uh, and then, uh, of course, we're evolving for IoT moving forward and clean up the, the baseline, uh, our backend in the, in, the, in, in the company as well. So this, so this uh, transformation is, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like there's a, a technical transformation that you made and the implications, therefore, were uh, on processes, on your employees. And what about the, what were the business drivers of, for the, the, the reasons that you made these technology changes? Yeah, in our case, particular case, uh, we had uh, a lot of uh, market assessments in the, in the last uh, three years, uh, two, three years. And uh, again, back to customer experience. Uh, uh, if you recall my jacuzzi example, uh, uh, we had the customers, uh, and you have done a lot of assessments in Europe, uh, mainly because Europe is the, our mature market uh, from a services standpoint. And uh, again, most of the, co the, the comments and, uh, and um, 
And what matters for, from a customer standpoint is information, right? How can I make uh, uh, the information available to our customers and, uh, and how they are uh, 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 taking that information and, uh, and of course, uh, helping them to, to, to drive? I have a situation, for example, is a, is a, is a true case uh, where a customer told us, look, uh, I have one person that walks every day in the morning, in the afternoon, in the night. And I ask why? Well, why you have this? To do what? No, it's just to walk in every in every level level of my building and check if the if the elevator is running. Can you believe that? So, again, wow. uh, yeah. So we have a, a customer that's telling you I have a one person from my building walking every single day every time to check if the, if the elevator is up and running. So again, uh, if you can connect the elevator, uh, get the sensors, uh, predict if it's gonna be broken, or uh, even more, uh, uh, as, we, uh, as we showed in, uh, in, the, in the Shanghai Hespo, we have what you call the, uh, 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 a customer view. Uh, we, we, we can show in a dashboard um, uh, all the units that belongs to the, to the to the to the customer, actually the name of this is called the compass view. So uh, instead of having the person walk and seeing if the elevator is down or, or is up running, he can see in the dashboard and can see his mobile. So think about and uh, and again that's the way that uh, you, you address customer experience. That's the way that you address uh, the communication that was missing in the past, and that's what the customers are looking for. So the, the goal at every stage, both for your external customers, it sounds like, as well as your internal stakeholders, such as service people, the goal is to simplify, can we say, it would be accurate to say simplify their relationship to the equipment, to the elevator and its components. Yeah, we, we have a, a lot of technologies that uh, back to your uh, previous comment, uh, uh, and I said that technology is evolving every day. Uh, thanks for it. <laughs> we really appreciate technology. Uh, but these 300,000 units, uh, I told you, uh, some of them are still uh, connected in an old-fashioned way. Uh, I would say ISDNs or copper-based uh, telephone lines, right? Uh, we are ha still getting the sensors data. But when you look at these uh, 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 technologies uh, 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 and you see the data around the, the, the technology, we can still uh, apply... Uh, uh, I would say uh, 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 analytics on top. You can still apply uh, 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 data uh, uh, patterns around that, and you can still uh, have uh, information uh, uh, helping us and uh, as well as helping uh, uh, the customer. But definitely, one of the major points uh, that uh, we have done and some of the apps that you have built around uh, uh, is to improve uh, 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 ride quality. So uh, uh, in the past, uh, we used to have a, uh, a technician come if a a, a Motorola brick, as I call it, you know, and then connecting a, a, a cable and then and hooking the cable into the control board. Uh, okay, now we have a wireless dongle, and uh, and I can connect uh, even in the lobby without even touching the the control board uh, in the elevator machine area. And that's one thing. Improve safety as well. By the way, I don't need to have a technician uh, downloading all the data uh, associated with failures or uh, potential failures. Uh, uh, I don't need to touch the equipment. That's my point. And if you go and you and you connect that elevator with a 3G or cellular, I mean, this can be done in the I would say the 
we cannot say in the in the McDonald's shop, but uh, we can do, <laughs> you know, uh, through a wireless, uh, through uh, through the internet. So again, that's the power of the information. Uh, uh, all of this is in the cloud. Uh, we started cloud uh, four years ago here uh, uh, at UTC, our parenting company, uh, and we are the. The, the, the pioneers of the cloud uh, in our business. Um, and again, uh, I think uh, that's the powerful information in the cloud uh, uh, at the hand of our technicians and at the hand of our customers. I think that's pretty much uh, our vision, you know. I want to remind everybody that we are speaking right now with Marcus Scalafasi, who is the Chief Information Officer at Otis Elevator Company. And you can participate on Twitter. You can ask questions. There is a tweet chat taking place right now. And Marcus, we have a question from Twitter from, let me just find it here, from Joanna Young, who is a very experienced CIO, and she's been a guest on this show. And she asks an interesting question she's been watching, and she says, what approaches do you use to support technology improving result achievements or business outcomes such as lean management, L6S, Agile, DevOps, anything else? What, did, what advice do you have for CIOs who are grappling with all of this kind of mess of different approaches? That's a great question. And, uh uh, we started uh, started uh, two years ago uh, uh, agile methodology. Uh, we learned a lot. It's not uh, easy coming from a traditional waterfall into an agile method. I mean, the the learning process. What that means is sprint, uh, scrum teams. Uh, how can you put all together? Uh, I think uh, I think the the great news on this is again the technology has evolved uh, a lot. Uh, I was a COBOL programmer. I don't tell me, don't ask me when. You know, I was I was a long time ago, and I remember I was sitting along with the the guy. The guy's coming. Ah, can you do a report like that? And then two weeks after, oh by the way, I missed this. And again, it was kind of a, you come, you ask me what you, what you we want. I think uh, I know what you want, and then I do something, and after you just realize uh, doesn't work, right? So um, waterfall uh, is over from my point of view. I think we can still use some waterfall technology uh, or process to help us uh, address some, uh, I would call it traditional uh, IT systems, uh, some uh, ERPs still requires that. But uh, wh what we did, uh, we actually have a very strong process um, with our parenting company, UTC, and it is across all our, our business units. It's called uh, ACE, Achieving Compet Excellence. And uh, ACE has one of the tools called uh, Passport Review boards, I mean, sounds like a very bureaucratic, but uh, and sometimes uh, can be bureaucratic as long as you want to. But what we have done, uh, we have emerged some of the key fundamentals and what is a PRB, as you call it here, it's uh, uh, at the end of the day are my milestones, right? I need to have a, a minimum design, I need to have a, a, as a gateway after the design is done, what's my build? After my build is done, what's my my outcome uh, uh, that goes uh, uh, for, for production. So what you did, you merge that uh, key gateways along with Agile to make sure that uh, we will be fast with a sprint approach, creating scrum teams, but also controlling the quality throughout the process. And we did this for apps, I think worked very well. Uh, we did eight apps in uh, one year, pretty much. And you deployed uh, the eight, 17,000 phones uh, 17,000 mechanics with an ecosystem using iPhone and uh, our uh, MDM is uh, AirWatch 
pretty much in the same time, a year and a half. Uh, so it was very, very aggressive. And, uh, and, and you see uh, the methodology helping you, like DevOps or, uh, or Agile, uh, that's crucial. If you want to go digital and, and you want to do fast, and, uh, and we need to have, uh, of course, uh, uh, some change in management along with your uh, uh, customers, you know, internal or external. Uh, uh, and again, external, we are having uh, a lot of experience uh, build, uh, bringing some uh, some key customers uh, uh, to attend some of the sessions and providing uh, feedback in the design. And I think that's the evolution, you know. So uh, another another important thing, uh, we start this pretty much alone. And uh, a year ago, uh, uh, UTC, uh, UTC Digital, UTXD, as you call it, uh, has launched uh, an accelerator in Brooklyn where uh, some of these capacities uh, were not uh, present at all. I mean, uh, we started uh, again in our way from a notice elevator standpoint, but capacities like uh, design uh, thinking, uh, ideation, uh, incubation, uh, uh, product management, uh, not project management, product management, uh, uh, of course, analytics. So we are creating these capacities inside the house. Uh, you can go and shop this outside, but I don't think it's healthy. So if you want to just uh, really turn uh, uh, your company digital, we need to have this kind of capacities. You need to have a, a designing thinking process. You need to have a, a agile DevOps. Uh, you need to have a product managers taking care about the product evolution, the digital product evolution throughout the period. Uh, and of course, in the AI, uh, uh, analytics are, are, are components that can help you uh, improve and enhance the product. So again, the, it's a mix of uh, methodology, uh, again, uh, capabilities that you need to have uh, in-house and uh, you need to foster these uh, more and more and more in our uh, IT uh, organization. Your organization, uh, Otis Elevator, is uh, what, uh, 100 years old? Uh, 165. 165. 165 years old. And so how do you drive this kind of change in an organization that is so old and so well established? Yeah, that's a very good question. And uh, and I was uh, with our president and talking the other day. Uh, it's, again, uh, not all about technology. Technology is great, uh, but it's technology, it's people, it's process. Uh, I think what you have done, we addressed uh, a very, a very strong uh, uh, champions network uh, to help us uh, uh, achieve uh, uh, goals. Uh, I'm talking about the apps aspect now. We have uh, 1,000 champions uh, across the world, uh, uh, and I think these people have been trained. These people have been uh, fundamental to help us uh, uh, turn this. Uh, uh, and, and I call adoption because uh, it's really adoption. Uh, you can give a very nice uh, phone to a technician and uh, he can YouTube, he can do this, he can do that, you know, but at the end of the day, I want them to use the apps and make uh, his life more efficient, uh, uh, the customers uh, uh, more communicated uh, and experience better. So uh, the, the key fundamental point is uh, if you go to this technology and uh, if it's 165 years a company or if it's six months company, has to have a change management uh, concept in place. Because uh, without that, uh, the technology by itself is not going to help you, you know, and the uh, people has to adopt. And if people doesn't uh, adapt uh, and adopt, 
uh, then you have a problem. So, and I take another example. I mean, uh, you, you see these banking apps or uh, all the other apps. Uh, like my children, they love to download the apps, you know. And uh, and I have uh, this uh, one phone that uh, gets everybody together. I mean, it's a, it's a mess. Every day I'm uh, trying to delete, you know, <laughs> the apps they downloaded. And sometimes you use uh, one app and then you're never going to use again. So, uh, and then the people are going to ask uh, why. Uh, is the UX UI was bad? I don't think so. I think uh, it's really uh, sometimes people going to use that app uh, only for that uh, period of time or that need. So we need to, to be careful. Uh, sometimes we still think in the old-fashioned way. We do an app uh, like an ERP they're going to use forever like that. No, in this world, everything changes. And if it's good today, it's bad tomorrow, we need to do it again and again and again and again. That's why Agile is very important. That's why sprints are very important. And if you don't do that... Then there is no digital in place, you know. You you've been you've just raised a whole bunch of interesting issues. We have a question from Twitter, which I'll get to in a moment because I want to take the uh, the moderator's privilege and follow up with with my own question before we go back to to Twitter. Uh, when you were talking about change management earlier, how is change management today in the digital world? different than historically, right? Historically, change management was, well, we're going to send a newsletter to everybody so that they know that something different is going to happen. And today it's different. So how is it different today, change management? Yeah. And again, it's, it's, it's nice. I remember my first ERP implementation, 1999 in Argentina, was a SAP. And uh, SAP at uh, that time was uh, needed to do a very lengthy uh, uh, description of what you want and uh, call the blueprint, you know, great. Okay, maybe great for that. Hey, time. I, I have to, I don't want to interrupt, but I have to tell you that those tools, Accelerated ASAP, uh, Accelerated SAP ASAP, and the uh, QADB and the Business Blueprint Generator, a company I was running created all of those tools for SAP. Back I'm not then. going to say anything. Not the bad methodology, about it. but we. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything better. But anyway, <laughs> which tell, which now I'm dating myself. Anyways, I apologize. I interrupted you, but you you were just talking about my child, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, and, and again, you know, I think that these uh, these uh, tools uh, and, and these processes uh, they, they they were right in that time. Uh, I think uh, uh, back to your question, uh, if. Uh, if you can, uh, if you can uh, merge some uh, some uh, some technologies or processes, uh, and, and again, I think I think the whole point is. Uh, uh, Back to my experience in SAP, you know, uh, you are doing this, uh, and it was okay. Traditional uh, was out, but uh, when you go to to to, to apps and um, and um, I mean, this has to evolve uh, time to time. Uh, it's not something that is going to be simply uh, uh, designed for once and, uh, and and forget, you know. So, uh, I think Michael, uh, uh, you know. Uh, the technology has evolved a lot in that perspective, and uh, and uh, when when you see uh, the technology evolving, uh, uh, brings the process and uh, and the newsletters that you used to send uh, in the past because was uh, was even typed, you know, if you recall, was the Word five or Word perfect typed, and then you send, you put in the outbox, and someone is going to collect and distribute. 
But today, uh, the power of the technology is so high. We have a PETA Yammer uh, as part of our suite here. And uh, today, Yammer is our uh, communication tool. So uh, I'm not saying, I'm talking about email anymore. I think email is uh, more and more becoming obsolete. And I use my children as a baseline. Uh, I chat them, uh, I don't send an email to them. They don't, don't even have an account, you know. So, I mean, the generation now is uh, Snapchat, and uh, and they have to Snapchat you, I have to Snapchat them, and then that's the way to communicate. So internally here, I mean, uh, back to the original question, sorry to deviate a little bit, but uh, uh, again, uh, uh, the power of the technology, we need to use that and, and make that the right usage to improve change management, the communication. So, uh, and it's so nice. Uh, I got another example that our uh, service uh, uh, lead uh, gave me, and I was very happy about it uh, because we deployed uh, along with it is uh, 1,000 uh, champions uh, in our change management network, uh, a lot of communities inside our Yammer uh, uh, setup. And uh, was a guy, I don't, I don't remember his name, uh, a mechanic. He was having a problem. And this is like a China time zone back to uh, California time zone, right? And the guy was typing the email and said, I have a problem, a specific problem with this setup in this machine, with this uh, control board, and, and, and so on and so forth. I mean, a guy overseas, he answered and said, look, I had the same problem. And by the way, I did this. And I mean, think about the power of this. I mean, uh, this is a true change management. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a tool that is across the board. People are talking to each other virtually. They don't know each other face to face. They never met each other face to face. But again, that's for me the power of the technology. But we had to create this uh, network because without creating the network, without creating the right groups, I mean, we, we just can create, a, as I call, a little bit confusion, you know. So we need to be uh, uh, use the right technology to, to help and evolve the newsletter, uh, type it one into a, in, a, in a true digital communication. So change management today actually then is, communi is community. It's creating the environment where people can collaborate. That's change management. Yes. That's modern change management. Yes, pure collaboration. Pure collaboration, and you have done some tooling as well. Some some tools uh, uh, where uh, our mechanics, if they have a problem, uh, they can call an expert, and um, they can Skype themselves. Uh, they can uh, show uh, with uh, with uh, the phone uh, where the problem is, and someone is going to help them to address the problem. Uh, and again, uh, before it was someone trying to call someone, or uh, you know, uh, we are digitizing all of our. Uh, uh, technical information, so uh, which is the basis for uh, searching parts and everything else. In the past, uh, uh, we used to have uh, binders in the trunk, uh, and you go back to the trunk in the car, and then you open up and see what's the part I need. So again, uh, uh, in some degree, uh, in some degree, no, uh, definitely technology helps change and manage, but uh, we need to organize that and, uh, and structure that properly and have the right uh, champion network, uh, have the right uh, expectations of how to use the technology, uh, what can be done, what cannot be done, create a collaboration. I mean, collaboration is key. And, uh, and I think technology helps, but uh, if you don't organize and structure, then uh, uh, becomes a, another app that is not going to be used. Well, I really appreciate that explanation because I've been wondering and thinking about for a long time, what what is the meaning of, of change management today? And I think you've summarized it better than I've, I've seen or heard anybody else 
do that. We have an interesting question from Arsalan Khan on Twitter, who asks about your metrics. What are the metrics that you use to, to evaluate and ensure that your digital strategy is taking hold across the organization? Yeah, and, and I'm not talking about the uh, KPIs from a business standpoint. Uh, this is a very, I would say, uh, f- complex metrics that we have to to address. Uh, but uh, adoption. Let's talk about adoption metrics, right? And uh, we have adoption metrics uh, in terms of uh, usage of the apps. Uh, in terms of, uh, uh, we have a process also to collect uh, in our incubator uh, ideas. Uh, that ties again with the KPIs that we have established. So uh, I think one of the main concerns uh, along with the change management, uh, how can you drive adoption? And, uh, and adoption again is relative, uh, depends on, uh, on the person uh, experience, uh, the person expectation. And, uh, but we, we, we have a set up uh, uh, very nice KPIs uh, around the, how the, the apps and the, and the usage of the apps has been uh, uh, monthly basis uh, collected and uh, we revisit that um, we have of course uh, 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 an organization uh, which is uh, pretty much uh, if you take North America is uh, are the regions uh, inside the regions we have uh, the branches uh, the branches we have a uh, supervisor supervisors with uh, technicians so we are making uh, the information visible uh, meaning that uh, if the mechanic is not using or better say using the iPhone only for uh, uh, Twitter or, or iPhone for uh, only uh, YouTube, uh, we're going to see it, you know, uh, in a sense of, uh, okay, uh, are other apps that are not being used? So uh, we can, uh, with our uh, ecosystem, uh, manage this uh, properly. And uh, we're going to have these KPIs uh, sorted and, uh, and populated to the supervisors. We want to have a lot of education around that because uh, it's not to go and say, look, uh, you have not used that. Uh, um, is more the point that uh, why you're not using it. So understanding the whys, uh, whys and whys, and w- what is driving the, uh, the need uh, here and there to improve, I think that's the key fundamental uh, benefit of uh, these KPIs. Uh, and then if you go to business metrics, you have a business metrics that uh, are pretty pretty much defined, uh, uh, again, to improve a customer experience and, uh, and to improve uh, our mechanics efficiency in the field. And you have a built the whole ecosystem around that principles. And, uh, and uh, we are tracking that. Of course, it's not a rosy picture. It's not a sunny day every day. Uh, people are uh, ups and downs. We have some apps that we have a, like a very excited day and uh, everybody, oh, let's use it. Boom, 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 boom. was like a rocket, you know, to the sky. And then one month after, poof, down, you know. Again, I always use my children as an example. Uh, they download the app. They use the first day like a, a lot, right? And then next day, well, what's the next step? So again, how can you go back and 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 and, and use these KPIs to bring the usage back, uh, understand what are the problems, uh, improve, or even get rid of them. I'm not married with the eight apps forever, I told you. I want uh, maybe eight apps uh, replaced by another eight apps, or maybe eight apps consolidated in four apps, uh, or maybe more apps. Or And that's, I think, the evolution of the of, uh, of the. The ecosystem is the evolution of the, 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 the KPIs that are going to give you uh, more data points and then, of course, the digital transformation evolution. So when you're thinking about enterprise apps, uh, it, it sounds like, like you're rethinking the role of apps and the way that apps are being used in the field. It sounds like that's really fundamental to your thinking. Yes, 
yes. And and and, and you are using uh, uh, our accelerator in Brooklyn. Uh, we are now launching uh, our V2s. Uh, and uh, I, I would try to get uh, more speedy on the on the Vs, you know, or the sprints. Uh, uh, we did the Zeps, uh, as I said last year. Uh, we are doing another V2 this year, and uh, really to address the uh, some adoption issues we have uh, uh, using these KPIs uh, collected. Uh, but again, uh, I think the, the, the we have a process in place. Uh, we have improved uh, with a lot of uh, design thinking and uh, and improved the UX, the experience. Uh, we are trying to combine some of the apps to have uh, the right uh, uh, business flow or, or process flow from a mechanic standpoint. Uh, I think the key fundamental, uh, and again, back to the traditional uh, CIO or traditional uh, IT versus a more digital approach, uh, we need to map personas, we need to map uh, our ecosystem, uh, where these personas are going to use this, uh, for what purpose. And uh, usually, I mean, traditionally, uh, we have not done it in the past. So uh, I need to put myself in the shoes of a mechanic. And I need to be uh, in a hoistway, which has no cellular communica communication at all. So uh, when you build up an app and then you think, uh, oh, an app is, app is great. Uh, oh, but there is no offline capability. Okay, I think it's a big mistake, right? You are in a building that in a hoist way, completely closed, and there is no uh, uh, network uh, coverage. So uh, you cannot build up an app thinking that the app is great if there is no offline capability. So you need to have, again, the persona, you need to put yourself in, your, uh, in, in their shoes and, and, and have the right empathy you know, to, to make the right process, the right tool, the right app for them. You know? it's, it sounds like you've redesigned uh, IT from, from a technology standpoint, but more importantly, from a business standpoint, really, really thinking about what are the implications for, for your customers, for your users at every step. Yes. Yes. And, and, and again, the great partnership uh, is along with our business uh, leaders here. Uh, service uh, our sales organization as well. We have a digital stream for sales that you're ramping up now. Uh, and, and again, it's not uh, uh, myself here uh, trying to to drive everything from my desk, you know, doesn't work like that, uh, we always know. So uh, I think the partnership uh, along with uh, our uh, business leaders, our uh, our leadership is uh, fundamental. And again, uh, when you talk about OTIS, uh, uh, our president asked us uh, and want to have us thinking that way. Uh, everybody has to think digital. And I think that's great to have 68,000 uh, uh, people in this organization think about the power of everybody thinking in a different idea every day. I mean, I, I know they're going to be busy, but <laughs> but uh, you know, <laughs> I think uh, aside that part, I mean, I think it's great, right? So uh, I think. Uh, uh, and another point uh, uh, again, uh, uh, talking about uh, IoT and 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 how the technology has evolved, uh, engineering uh, R and D. Uh, I have myself uh, a very close relationship with our uh, engineering. So uh, uh, I don't see today how engineering can be completely aside uh, to IT or DT or, or digital technology. Uh, I mean, when you design a product, uh, when I talk about an elevator, uh, we need to think in that perspective as well. How can we integrate that sensors? Uh, uh, how does that, that sensor goes into the cloud? Uh, how, what, what's the AI opportunities we have around that? Uh, can I put Alexa to call the elevator? Yes, of course you can, and you, and you did it, by the way. You, you're more than welcome to come here and visit us in our Bristol Tower. Bristol Tower is in Connecticut. Uh, 
uh, in Bristol, and it's the highest tower uh, in North America. So uh, we have a prototype of that we show to customers that they love that. So again, this kind of ideas and uh, and uh, that's what you want as a as a as a spirit as a as a as a, as a digital company. So the driver of this transformation is coming right from your CEO. Yes, though definitely yes, definitely yes, and and again. Uh, and, and, and it's across uh, our service lead, uh, our sales lead, uh, uh, our finance organization, our CFO, uh, uh, legal counsel. Everybody's involved. Uh, uh, we have a, a true uh, partnership uh, where we have to have, and uh, that's great. And I think, uh, again, it's the market, is the company momentum, uh, is the opportunity that you have talked about. But of course, has to have the right sponsorship. Uh, uh, trying to become digital or turn your CIO traditional role into into a into a, a digital uh, uh, role uh, has to have the right uh, sponsorship. So, uh, uh, and, and we are very happy and glad to have this uh, in our organization. We as we as we finish up, we have another question from Twitter, and I know you spoke earlier quite a bit about IoT, but we have a question: How are you using IoT to improve the company's visit? Business is it to is it for customer experience? How more specifically? How are you using IoT and why? Yeah, so uh, I mentioned before the Compass View, uh, which is one of the customer dashboards that we have presented uh, in uh, in the, in the Shanghai Expo, uh, and the Compass View gives you uh, uh, how healthy. Uh, the customer uh, fleet, as I call fleet, uh, uh, the elevators are in, the, in, in in their respective building. And all of these, uh, and, and you can see it's available uh, reds and uh, green dots. Uh, uh, why is red is because uh, we can have uh, the elevator or the unit uh, down, uh, uh, shut down. Or uh, also you can see, uh, and you click, uh, can start to turn uh, green to yellow, yellow to red, and you can move the time. Moving the time means uh, I can uh, move ahead a little bit and see in three months that uh, yellow becomes red. So uh, that's what uh, we can see it. And of course, the customer uh, has the, the information of available. So uh, uh, back to the question, uh, we using the sensors data, we are uh, feeding all of this data in our cloud. We have done uh, condition-based maintenance uh, to predict uh, uh, using, uh, again, doors as 60% uh, uh, of our uh, callbacks, as you call it, uh, uh, or unexpected visits are driven by uh, doors problems. And um, we have done a, a very good, uh, uh, along with engineering uh, and, and our uh, research center here, uh, prediction uh, and how uh, these uh, patterns of uh, failures could happen and then how they would happen. So we can anticipate that failure. That's uh, uh, what addresses uh, not only deficiency in our side, but also uh, we prevent to have a, a unit in a shutdown mode, which is the worst thing can happen to our customer. Uh, customers need our elevators 100% of the time up and running. So that's uh, pretty much the whole uh, business uh, uh, value uh, we see uh, with IoT in our case. And I have to ask you one final question, which is the door close buttons. We, is, do the door close buttons actually work on elevators or are they just fake kind of props? Okay. So that's a very nice question. So 
if the customers ask you to shut down, we're going to shut down the, <laughs> the button, okay? That's a customer re request. But uh, uh, and sometimes we do on purpose, uh, and remember the story I told you, uh, I'm rushing, uh, getting into the building, and then, uh, oh, my God, you know? And uh, the worst thing can happen is the guy doing that. The second worst thing can happen is the guy pushing the, the, uh, the, the open door. Or, because this is a, a movement, that, you know, for the engineers in the, in the attending the, the broadcast today. Uh, the door is coming like this, and then you have momentum, you know, that the, the whole mechanics have to go back. And if you have some extra strength, it's, it's, it's even worse, you know. So uh, we don't like it because, again, uh, this turns uh, the, the, the momentum of closing the door uh, completely interrupted. So we don't like it. So... Uh, uh, can be perceived as a fake button, but <laughs> again, I let you uh, judge that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what an what an interesting and very fast conversation, uh, Marcus Galafasi. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today. Thank you. We have been speaking with Marcus Galafasi, who is the Chief Information Officer at Otis Elevator. And what a great, interesting uh, discussion this has been. Once again, tell your friends to watch. The replay will be up there very soon. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, everybody. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye-bye. Yeah.